You're listening to a Mango Languages podcast. Guten Tag, and welcome back, my fellow language teachers, to Adventures in Language. I'm your guide, Emily. Now, if you're like most language teachers, you want your students to share your vision of seeing language learning as an adventure. After all, learning new languages opens our students up to new ways of thinking. It also allows them to communicate with others in ways not otherwise possible. All of this can set them up for really exciting opportunities down the line in their professional as well as their personal lives. That's why in this episode, I'm sharing six fun and easy ways for you to help your students see language learning as an adventure. While each of these tips is tied to a concrete teaching suggestion, they all boil down to the following fundamentals of any good adventure. Being curious, taking risks, expecting the unexpected, seeing the bigger picture, following passions, and getting inspired. Before we dive in, I'm Emily. I'm a linguist at Mango. I've got my PhD in linguistics and a passion for the adventures of language teaching. Well, it's a capro. Let's get to it. Number one is about being curious. When it comes to language teaching, this means looking for opportunities to spark curiosity in your students by showing them how bits of culture and history are hidden in plain sight all throughout the language that they're learning. Oftentimes, our students look at the language and all they see are words that need to be memorized and grammar rules that need to be studied. But what if we encourage them to look a bit closer and wonder what cultural or historical background led the language to look and sound the way it does today? For example, in Spanish, there are many words that start with the letters AL, like almohada, algebra, alfombra. Now, this fact doesn't stand out to many language learners, and quite frankly, the pattern can be hard to catch if they have a long vocabulary list of words to memorize. But their curiosity is piqued when I tell them about the backstory, that those words are actually not of Spanish origin. The words ended up in Spanish because of language contact with the Arabic-speaking Moors, who lived in and ruled southern Spain between the 700s and up through the late 15th century. It's little connections and did-you-know facts like this that can really bring the language to life for our learners. And an added benefit here is that once their interest is piqued with story-based information like this, it usually helps them store the information more effectively in their long-term memory, because now they have more memory associations with which to ground it cognitively. If you'd like more ideas for how to incorporate culture or history meaningfully into your class, then check out the episode we've linked for you in the description. I think you'll really like it. Oh, and fun fact, those of you who already use the Mango Languages app with your students already know this, but the courses within the app sprinkle in relevant cultural and historical notes in a way that explains how things in the language came to be the way they are and what that reflects about the culture today. Okay, moving on to number two, adventure means taking risks. So encourage your students to try new and difficult things with the language by offering them low stakes learning opportunities. Low stakes learning opportunities simply refer to assignments and activities that are detached from performance-based grades. Here's why that's important. If grades are involved, then students are incentivized to play it safe and stick to the grammar and the vocabulary that they know well. But if grades aren't involved, they're likely to be more adventurous with the language, trying out more complex grammar and vocabulary. Examples of low-stakes assignments include rough draft essays that are graded for completion only, or a ticket and routine by which you start every class with a challenge prompt to get them thinking and talking in the language. If you're looking for more examples of low-stakes learning opportunities, 
It's simple. Just take any activity or assignment that you already have in mind and detach any performance-based grading from it. Easy as that? Oh, and it can also help to regularly remind your students that error making is a powerful and crucial part of the learning process. This is because students often think of errors as signs of failure. So reframing mistakes as an efficient part of the learning process can be key in getting them to produce longer sentences, using more complex vocabulary, and just generally taking the driver's seat in their language journey. Okay, number three, adventure means expecting the unexpected. So keep your students on their toes by mixing things up every once in a while. One of my absolute favorite mantras for lesson planning is this. Build routines, but embrace disruptions. Now, let's say that you usually follow the textbook exercises to structure your students' vocabulary practice. Well, to mix things up, you could instead have students find memes or celebrity tweets that use the target word and ask them to share and discuss the relevance of what they found. Main point here is that structure and routine are great, but mixing things up can preserve a sense of excitement and adventure in your students. And let's be honest, who doesn't want to come to class every day wondering what fun or exciting activities might await them? Okay, moving and grooving to number four. Adventure means seeing the bigger picture. In the language classroom, this means guiding your students towards communicative competence. How can you do that? With activities that prompt them to take a step back from the textbook. This is because it can be easy for students to get bogged down by the technical details of what you're covering in class that week. And of course, having a razor-sharp focus on that week's content isn't really a problem in and of itself. But if that's their singular focus at the expense of practicing previous content, they may be missing sight of the bigger picture, which is to develop communicative competence cumulatively over time. Now, to help your students shake off the technical details of the language, try incorporating some play-based learning where their focus is directed solely on communicating with each other. Any kind of activity where they're focusing on connection over perfection is gold. So board games, card games, and even free-form conversations are great ways to help them connect with the bigger picture of developing communicative competence in the language. Okay, number five, every good adventure has something to do with following your passion. So as a teacher, here's what you can do. Help your students find personal connections with the language and culture via pick-your-own-adventure assignments. I love this tip. These can be singular or reoccurring assignments wherein students get to explore and then write about a facet of the target culture that interests them. So it could be social justice issues in Brazil, K-pop music trends in South Korea, the latest fashion trends in Tanzania, but in the target language, of course. Now, to get them started, you might consider curating a list of suggested topics that you and previous students have found interesting. Student-driven activities like pick-your-own-adventure assignments are great for encouraging your learners to connect with and explore the culture on their own. I found it to be really helpful to encourage my students to connect their language learning with hobbies they already know they enjoy. So maybe they do an at-home workout video, watch a movie, or follow a cooking tutorial in the target language. It's their choice. Then they write a reflection piece on what was challenging, what came easily, and what new vocabulary and grammar points they picked up on. Pick your own adventure assignments are individualized learning at its best. And like their namesake, they really help students connect with their sense of adventure. Okay, oh my gosh, we're already at the last one. Number six, adventure has everything to do with getting inspired. Here's my advice. Invite your students to dream big. 
by doing a Learning Languages Opens Doors project. Now, this one has got a long name, but it's quick and it's simple. It's a one-time assignment that you can add in at any time during the semester or school year. You give students a piece of blank paper or a poster board, and you ask them to visually represent how learning the language might open doors for them individually. It's a creative and open-ended project that can yield great results for learning motivation and self-efficacy. The idea here, of course, is to help students reflect on their goals with the language and manifest some of the most exciting opportunities that might be available to them as they continue to learn and master the language. And in terms of implementation, you can choose to have your students turn them in or share them out in the form of a gallery walk activity. And if you'd like a fun and easy goal-setting worksheet to accompany this activity, then check out the one we've linked for you in the description. It's the best five minutes your students are going to spend thinking and reflecting on their language goals. Well, there you have it. Six ways to make language learning an adventure for your students. To recap, they were number one, spark curiosity in your students by showing them how bits of culture and history are hidden in plain sight all throughout the language. Number two, Encourage your students to try new and difficult things with the language by offering low-stakes learning opportunities. Number three, keep your students on their toes by mixing things up every once in a while. Four, guide your students towards communicative competence with activities that prompt them to take a step back from the textbook. Number five, help your students find personal connections with the language and the culture through pick-your-own-adventure assignments. And number six, invite your students to dream big by doing a Learning Languages Opens Doors project. Well, my fellow language teachers, that's all for this episode of Adventures in Language. If you're new here and you'd like to make sure you're up to date on all of our awesome language teacher content, then come join the Mango Fam by subscribing to the podcast. If you're not caught up on all the episodes in the Language Teaching Tips and Tricks series, we cover a wide range of teacher topics and we get to answer a lot of your practical questions like, what should you know about the desirable difficulty principle? Why are formative assessments a language teacher's biggest superpower? And what are some easy tips and tricks that you can use to build students' intuition for target language grammar? Oh, and get this, we also have an entire series on language learning tips and tricks, which is a series designed for you to share with your students. Well, thank you teachers for all the important work that you do of cultivating the minds of the next generation of thinkers. I'll feed this in and I look forward to hanging out with you here next time. Bye.